0: folks, here we are again. This is So You Want to Know. I'm Sheldon. I'm Stephanie. And we got our normal routine of various things. Our uh, weekly positives, as always. Um, then we got some sports stuff that Stephanie's going to be talking about. Football, baseball, you know, stuff I don't pay attention to. Um, <laughs> she's got something to say uh, also that uh, was thrown into the mix because of uh, just a couple nights ago. And Right. Uh, so, how about we
1: start with positives? Alright.
0: As normal. You want
1: to go first? You I might as well. I, I got
0: I got one. I went out on a couple dates.
1: <laughs> yay! Hey, yay!
0: You know, just to see where it goes. Who knows? All right. Uh, work schedules suck, but, um, mm-hmm. it was...
1: Hey, quality time at any time time.
0: Very true. She was coming into the, over the river from where she is compared to where I am. Because she had to do some stuff. I'm like, well, if you're up to it, it's only, you know, I'm here at this particular hotel because of work and blah, 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 you know, explaining all that crap. Um, Then she's like, yeah, I can do that. So there's about maybe 20 minutes of talking and stuff like that. Then Mm -hmm. uh, Monday we made um, a date to go out to eat for Tuesday. And then we saw each other again on Thursday. And had pizza. And had pizza and then right now it's all up in the air because of schedules again of yeah. when maybe how who, how, when mm. you know all that stuff right then i also went to uh race cars in uh at star speedway in epping new hampshire that was pretty fun that was uh actually considering the day we're recording currently uh was it saturday and today's a sunday yeah so, But that's my positives. Went out and had fun.
1: So my positives for the week, let's see here. I wrote them down. So my daughter had her second riding lesson after she came back from her hiatus this week, um, which was good. She rode a different horse than she did the week before. Possibly going to work working on a goal of showing in a barn show the middle of November. So that'll be a big deal. I did clear my inbox at work, (laughs) which is a big deal, and got the weekend off, so I didn't have to work yesterday, so it made it nice. I wanna touch on some local businesses in my area. I live in Oklahoma City, and these are just uh, home businesses that a couple of people, one I used to work with, and one I met through somebody I listened to on the radio. My friend, Sheena, is very crafty and very talented. And she has Sophie Lynn Designs and you can find that on Facebook. And she does the resin cups, she does vinyl art. She does all kinds of different stuff. So check her out. I'm sure she'll have some cool stuff for the holidays coming up. I have a plaque for my desk coming that says, poor planning on your part does not constitute an emergency on mine. And that seems to be a theme lately
2: yep very much
1: so um, especially
0: from all the stories you tell me about work that we will (laughs) attempt to not talk about them because well you know we'll be nice not
1: we're trying to be nice i mean
0: there's stuff that we will talk about (laughs) there's
1: enough people in the atmosphere of talk of talk of radio or talk on podcasts that spin things negatively and that's not what we're trying to do no what and um then another business I want to talk about is called Bright Spot, Bright Spot
0: Bright Baking
1: Spot. Bakery. You can find them. They have their own Twitter page, on Facebook. They have their own website, brightspotbaking.com. This is a business that that was, was a grassroots effort during COVID and during quarantine. I listen to sports radio in the mornings. Yes. And one of the guys I listen to, his wife came up with an idea to make chocolate chip cookies, sell them for X amount, and $2 of that amount was gonna go towards the food bank. The regional food bank here was kind of struggling on ways to try and keep funding going when everything shut down, because that was gonna be an increase of people needing food. And she did this for about a month. And I ordered some, they're delicious cookies. So that turned into Bright Spot baking. Because, you know, desserts are kind of a bright spot for people. I know they are for me.
0: I do like a good chunk of desserts if I can ever get to them when I go to a restaurant.
1: Exactly. And they're just really good people. And that's how Bright Spot got started. They now have different kinds of cookies. Unfortunately, recently, because they live in a rent house, their oven went out. So she did. The oven broke kind of sale and gave a certain percentage off on dozens of cookies to be made at a later date so she could kind of have orders ready to be to be made right. to go back in once once they got once the owners of the property got her a new oven
3: right and yep. um,
1: she's been on local tv they've done a story about her and how that's going and this all came out of this is a the best positives that came out of quarantine. They have goals they set for themselves, and thats it's just fabulous. And I just suggest anybody listen. you need cookies for an event or just because you've had a bad day and eat cookies, Bright Spot Baking Bakery is where you need to go because they're just, just a mom-and-pop deal just trying to make the world a better place, and that's what we're all trying to need to do anyway every day.
0: Yes, it is very much so.
1: So, those... Are my positives
0: for the week? I almost forgot one positive. I've started plans for site plans with an engineer for my piece of property that I own in New Hampshire. I almost Yay! forgot about that.
1: I know, and that's one of the best things.
0: That's one of the better things, because since i it, You might
1: have a new driveway
0: by January. Yeah, there's a slim possibility, more, <laughs> closer to the none, because contractors <laughs> are actually very busy from what I've heard, because Construction is still a vital, um, needed industry. In during right. the shutdowns, they were an essential worker still.
1: Well, and two, people had a lot of time to think. Oh, I could do this, this, to that
0: move. too. And it, uh, from depending on the type of thing that you have going, I've heard that there's still wait times that are
1: well, and with the way the interest rate way up right into like
0: is, a year, I think depending yeah. on what you're doing
1: and with as low as the interest rates are on loans anymore some industries thrived and we know and we feel for those that didn't survive but
2: oh yeah you know. yep
0: but uh, so that's our positive of the week that's another that's
1: another positive any oh yes high it is school student any high school senior that just graduated and any college senior that just graduated the jobs that stayed open during a pandemic those oh yes, very much so. To go into.
0: In order to survive and hopefully make or in it order another surviving,
1: and stay ahead, you know, look at the look at the industries that have remained open and are thriving through um, probably one of the worst times I know in me and Sheldon's life oh, in that ours we've ever been
0: through. the only thing I can think of, this currently is the worst time in our lifetime as of now right. that we've had to deal with.
1: Right. You know, and this is probably one of the first things, especially for my child and her friends and things like that, that they've ever dealt with. And we hope that nobody ever has to deal with this again.
0: All right. You had so, a special announcement about... Well, yes. uh, ...that happened um, a few days ago.
1: Uh, her honor, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, passed away Friday evening. And I think she was 87. I believe she was 87. She was an amazing woman, had an amazing life. It's funny how we tend to learn more about people in death than we ever do in their life. If we're not present for that life to some degree. I mean, I live in Oklahoma. You know, Washington DC the quite a distance. It doesn't matter what side of the aisle you're on or what your political status is or standing. She was an amazing woman. She did amazing things for not just women, but for every human being. She broke a lot of barriers for not only herself and women that became lawyers and judges, but for every woman in every walk of life. Despite the political climate we're in now, I think President Trump uh, was very graceful in what he said about her when he was told that she had passed away, especially at a time where he's not exactly the most popular person in the world and is highly criticized. I think he handled in his statements which were straight off the cuff um, very well. And she will be dearly missed. She was a big influence on a lot of people's lives and she'll probably continue to be an influence in a lot of people's lives. Her granddaughter said on the TV t- this morning that her grandmother's decisions will be, re- will be reviewed and researched and studies in law classes until the end of time. Yep. Because she was that profound.
0: I did watch had... the movie that they have of her. I can't remember it though, for some odd reason.
1: I haven't. I haven't seen it yet. And um, there's a documentary and a movie.
0: Yes. Um, uh, I can't remember now which one I actually watched. Right. I might have um, been half asleep accidentally, and who knows? Who knows?
1: But yeah. So she was. I mean, it take time out to just just. Think about an amazing person, despite whether you agreed with her or not. She did amazing things. It's Ruth Bader Ginsburg. She's five foot, She was five foot one and fought cancer four times.
0: I was actually get, out to eat with my friend. Can't get any better Roy. than that. Oh, no, definitely not. So obviously, <laughs> she's, she's a fighter. Yeah. I was out to up, eat with my friend Roland. And wherever we heard about she it.
1: ended up when she passed away, I hope she's sitting next to Anthony Scalia and he's making her laugh. <laughs> So So, that's all I've got to say about that, nothing more political, just in honor of an amazing person.
0: So what about this sports stuff that you have going on?
1: Some sort of bubble
0: with a baseball, and uh, Mm -hmm. uh, then there's something with some sort of football's
1: back or something here? Right. So college professional football started last weekend, Yay! even though I'm watching golf right now while I'm talking. (laughs) There's Um, my golf clap for you. Yeah, golf clap, yay. and that's only because matthew wolf is the leader of the us open and he went to osu in stillwater oklahoma and that so that's the team i root for so good on him so football's back watch it don't watch it do whatever you feels right i don't care um the packers one which is my dad's team the Steelers one which is my team And OSU won yesterday, against Tulsa, and that was a real shit show. I couldn't even finish watching it, it was so ridiculous. But anyway, football's back, so we've got something other than everything else we've been watching, the bubble. So baseball has decided, and I'm pretty sure they've pretty much decided, I haven't watched very close, to do a bubble for the World Series. It'll be the first time since the 1920s that baseball's been played in a neutral site. It'll be played at Arlington, Texas new uh, Globe Life Park, which a lot of people have nicknamed the barn. Because it does kind of look like an aluminum barn. Hmm. But it's Texas, okay. so Of course. Why why it, it, wouldn't it, it be? It totally fits somehow. the landscape. And trust me, it's a little better looking than the white monstrosity known as Jerry's World across the street. Well Just say it. Well, it, it, I'm, not, Dallas, a big I'm building. not a Dallas Cowboys fan at all. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but it, it's awesome when you watch monster trucks in it. Just saying.
1: Well, it's awesome to watch the rodeo in it too, because that those those events make more money than a football game does. Uh, FYI, true fact. I don't doubt that. Um. So, they're gonna do. I believe they're even gonna do the NLS and the ALF in bubbles in two separate cities. But the World Series will definitely be played at Globe Life Park in Texas, which is kind of cool. I think it's innovative, kind of like what the NBA is doing right now with the bubble in Orlando. And that seems to be working. I mean, they haven't had any negative cases. Um, you mean take positive all the cases? They precautions they need to take. Um, players Hull- that leave the bubble and come back have to quarantine for X amount of days. I was going to say, now, hopefully
0: they have no positive cases because it's yeah. preferred to have negative cases.
1: Yeah, they don't have any positive cases right now, so that's good. Um, I probably just said that wrong, and that's okay.
0: That's why I brought it up. Uh, only because it reminded me dork. of my friend when I was saying, Yeah, I had a false negative. And he's like, So you were high and they didn't catch it. And then I'm like, Oh, yeah, that's a, yep, nope, Sorry nope, that for
1: the and slip <laughs> Anyway, anyway, carrying on. Um, and there are only four teams left in the bubble. So that makes less exposure. Yep. I have less exposure because mm-hmm. there's not as many people. Um, but yeah, that's a, it's it about sports. I mean, nothing exciting other than football's back and baseball's gonna have a bubble and NASCAR we'll how long.
0: NASCAR did their third, or was it fourth race? No, they did their third race of their third playoffs. Third race.
1: Mm-hmm. And to, uh, Kevin Harvick won his, won Bristol last night. He is in first place with 68 points.
0: I called that one the demolition derby track.
1: Yeah, because it's in a fishbowl. Yeah. Okay, and I'm watching golf, and I'm sorry, but uh, we don't wear powder blue. Come on, guys. It's not the 70s. Don't wear powder blue pants on the golf course.
0: They're trying to be reminiscent of the 70s. I guess. It's golf. Sometimes, I mean, on, some uh, on, Have you today? seen I some mean, of the really? pants some of those golfers wear? I know. I, I think they're stuck in the retro 70s. That's
1: okay. I mean, it is winged foot. Oh. Winged foot.
0: Or um, also, uh, I want to say some of the bell bottomish stuff that looks like some of the older, even 50s type of, uh, you know, plaid stuff or whatever. Right. That I've seen pictures of upon occasion.
1: I mean, save that powder blue color for tennis.
0: That'll work, yeah.
1: Oh, Ricky's. Ricky and his Brightest Orange of America Works for me He went to OSU too (laughs) By the way
0: OSU, OSU, OSU Yes Alright Just double check
1: There are three OSU alumni In the US Open That made the cut Three or four I know three Ricky Fowler uh, Matthew Wolf And Victor Hoffman So, anyway, yep, that's all about sports, just... That was short on sports there. Well, Um, there's not much going on, really, unless you want me to run down scores and nobody wants to hear that.
0: No, local, I can say local racetracks are starting to wind down that actually were able to come back and race, which is very few up where I am. Uh, So now Vermont tracks were able to open. They were open for a while for the competitors only. Then, I guess, they opened up for uh, limited capacity uh, spectators. Same with New I Hampshire. I think
1: everybody's limited capacity.
0: I think so. There are some states, apparently, from um, the announcements were from last night, that you can barely hear when race cars are going around at, you know, very fast speeds. It's a quarter-mile right. track, so it's not like they're going super fast. But when they're running at, like, an 11.5 second quarter-mile, in a circle yeah you know that is kind of fast right. um but they're loud so and the uh announcements uh, the pa system isn't the bestest if you understand what i'm saying here so you hear uh-huh. rum, 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 rum. and then uh, all of a sudden it goes off to nothing then all of a sudden you hear rum, 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 rum. and I'm like <laughs> what are you even saying i don't know
1: why are you even talking nobody
0: can hear you <laughs> Yeah, I yeah, understand much. you but uh like so one of the big classes i went to watch last night that um the international super modified Association is uh the reason why is because they have like two or three tracks up in canada that they run and canadians come down to race anywhere from uh lee and star new hampshire throughout the season thompson connecticut uh oswego new york uh out in ohio area but um, the
1: Canadians couldn't come down.
0: But Canadians couldn't come down this year. And the um, most of the tracks that are on the series weren't even racing at all. I think they said that Isma had two races this year. And they were both in New Hampshire, one at Lee Speedway down the road, and one at Star Speedway last night. Because like connecticut uh, thompson speedways in connecticut they weren't racing at all they weren't letting them uh new york said no racing at all so they on this part of the schedule that would have been there and so they couldn't race there uh i don't know about ohio but yeah there's some ohio got pe- uh at least three people from ohio that made the trip for this weekend somebody from tennessee came up i'm like i didn't think their schedule went that deep south um from what i read but i've also uh read that the super modified isn't a huge car but there's a couple groups that race them throughout the united states here and there they're an asphalt car Uh, Yeah, they decided to go even light more lighter weight than like say the uh whalen series modifieds Mm -hmm. they they take that car move the engine all the way to the uh left side and get rid of the transmission because that's weight and they push start them and put a big old wing on the top for even more traction and have almost no body to them except just the uh, driver's compartment yeah they just
1: have like a cage and like a a back thing for the gas tank
0: basically and that's it yeah um and they have nerf bars for push off and various things i mean that's why they're called a super modified because they went and took a modified and just attempted to make it even lighter well, we don't need this we don't need that we'll do this and make it go around the track in a circle faster we'll offset the engine way over here and then we'll add some wings for some um good down force um and these wings are floating wings so in the straightaway they level off flat then as you slow down and hit the corners they'll um pop up so that you can actually corner if they didn't have the wings they wouldn't be making the corners very well at all right and they do—they uh, do run a wingless nights every so often, I guess. And they from, uh, run a lot slower in most cases because they—they have almost no traction, comparatively speaking. So Crazy. that's my sports update right there.
1: So yeah, we got some sports updates. Yay! Yay! Now so our, let's our main get on topic. To the serious stuff.
0: Yes, the serious stuff. Sorry so if you am- hear something in the background that's an annoying puppy dog of mine that thinks he's the center of attention. Yeah. Um, so, what topic was it again? Disappointments. Nope, insecurities. Insecurities. <laughs> Similar thing. Kinda. Kinda. Insecurities. Insecurities. Yes. Everybody and we all has got them.
1: Anybody that says they don't probably has the most.
0: Yeah, I could probably say. Yeah, that's a good true statement because um, I know my insecurity would say, like saying going to new places and meeting yeah. new people until mm-hmm. I get to know the place and get to talking, you know, I get very right. insecure in new situations once in a while.
1: Yeah, and, you know, especially when it's regarding something you really don't aren't familiar with, sometimes that happens. Um, Sometimes people's insecurities come out when change happens, whether in their personal life, professional life, or other. Um, insecurities in your relationships can be the result of um, past trauma, uh, past situations, past relationships. Yep. I mean, granted, we learn from our past and move forward, don't dwell in it, but. You know, you kind of have those as well, I did this and this happened, I don't want to do that again. But, you know, you kind of backpedal into, I don't know if I could do this and I'm really not sure. And, you know, sometimes uh, we, our insecurities show in other ways, not just me saying, hey, I'm insecure. No, well, Raise yeah. my hand. Let me wear my scarlet letter. Letter. It's you uh, overcompensate for something that you probably don't need to.
0: Yes, very true. probably
1: sometimes. you probably talk a little too much about things when they it's not necessary. Uh, tell about tell some things about yourself that was probably too much to you. mind. Uh, insecurity because you. It's like a quote I read, uh, the reason and it goes, the reason why I tell you about my past is so you understand the reason, you understand the person I am in front of you. And I get that. Um, when I started dating after my husband died, uh, I just told everybody, I told everything. I just put it all out there. And I've learned in the last two years that, um probably don't need to do that. Um, One, I am not, don't consider myself a widow anymore. I didn't consider myself a widow for a very long time anyway, for various reasons Um, that I'm not gonna talk about today. That's a whole other topic. Um, And I just, I don't want, I didn't want, don't want the sympathy card of, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry your husband died. Well, I'm kind of over it if we're on a date. Is my the way I look at that, and people look at it differently. I mean, they just do. Um, so I just, with some time and help with help from friends, I don't. I've come to the decision on how to explain things. It's just going to be as the, those questions come, and my answers aren't going to be very detailed. Yep. Um, yep.
0: Very much so. I get that
1: have you ever been married before? Yes, what happened? I'm just not married anymore. And if you really wanna know, and I'll just be honest, I would tell I would tell somebody, if you really wanna know, you need to be prepared, but it's not gonna be pretty. And then with the preface of, I understand if you don't wanna continue seeing me because of X, Y, and Z. Because believe it or not, we get judged more on the events that happen in our lives and we realize sometimes. Um, I actually dated a guy that even basically pretty much said that, that he didn't want to date me anymore because he didn't want me to go through what I went through with my husband. So I've just learned from different situations that have happened to not be as forward with my life as as I was before because I'm not insecure about it, because I'll tell you anything. Just ask. You may not like the answer, but you can ask. It's just, I was insecure at the time and didn't know what to say, and hadn't thought about those things, or made those decisions on what I should say and shouldn't say. And I think that's just a process.
0: Yes, it is, because- uh, In every
1: situation, you get a different re- different outcome.
0: And in some cases, it could be like, um... Oh, uh, what was I just thinking? That it could be a way to say, oh, you know what? Uh, Just let me just, I'm insecure. I'll just push it, it, use this stuff to maybe push them away or whatever. Or who knows?
1: And, you know, and I got told by a guy, well, you're just making it sound like you're pushing me away. No, I'm not trying to push you away. I need to know if you can handle it. That's the other thing. that's why i say you can ask me anything you may not like the answer because you need to be able to handle what you're what you're going to get and how i am yes that's how a relationship works nobody is perfect your spouse your spouse your boyfriend your partner whatever they're not perfect just like you're not perfect and there are things that annoy the hell out of you that they do and there are things you do that annoy the hell out of them it is if you want to live with be able to live with that. You know, um, I get insecure about not necessarily my, my facial appearance, but my body, my body appearance. I can get sometimes get insecure about over certain clothes I wear, um, because I'm not skinny by any means. I never have been, um. So I don't wear a lot of dresses because I don't feel comfortable in dresses at times. There, when when I have to wear a dress, I will. I'm not going to totally balk. But my friend had a bachelorette party and she wanted all of us to dress in real pretty, like cocktail dresses and stuff like that. And I specifically asked her if I could wear this really nice pair of dress capris I had. And and I and she I actually took her when I bought the shirt I wore that night to make sure that was, she was okay with that. Yep. Because I wasn't comfortable wearing the type of dresses she wanted us to wear. And I get it, dolling it up. I like having big southern hair and big makeup. I mean, you're wrong. But I could do it in a pair of boots and jeans or jeans and tennis shoes and a t-shirt better than I can a cocktail dress and feel better in my own skin. And that's just who I am. And she was perfectly okay with that because she understood how I felt. And um, so, yeah, I, get, I have those insecurities. You know, everybody has Im- image insecurities. If they don't, they're lying. Um, I mean, insecure in your job, I mean, there are a lot of things that I learn a lot about my job because my job is very evolving and is tr- changing drastically due to COVID. And it changed drastically six months ago. Yes, and with the changes the government made, it's changed again. And there are things that we learn almost every day. You know, you can't do that. Yeah, you can do that. We're going to have to do it this way or that way, and it all changes. And you get insecure about that, especially when the when when the eyes of higher up are upon you. So, um. Uh, I didn't take a conference call because I was insecure about being on a conference, this particular conference call because of the people that were on it.
0: So. I, get I get that because uh, at work, I'm the same way once in a while. I'm like, I don't like the phone, this and that. People I haven't talked to or um, uh, don't know them, new place, all that. I get, tend to get insecure in those
2: at
1: work well, and like you know i had to go to court to get guardianship of my daughter since she's 18. and it was very i was it was very nerve-wracking because it's an experience i've never experienced before but too her biological dad showed up i hadn't seen him in 10 years and so yeah i was very insecure about what was going to happen and what he was going to say to me and what was going to happen and what was what could have happened, and things like that. And granted, it worked out. Yep. You know, it wasn't that bad. But that uncertainty is it, is an insecurity because you don't know what the outcome's going to be. And um, people are insecure that don't like to talk about it. Don't want to discuss the good, the bad, and the ugly. And you have to force it out of them like i need to know if i want to do this anymore you need to tell me and it's like a pride thing you know, yes. you're too prideful and don't want to talk about it and don't want to um seem like you're a weak person well asking for help is never a weakness it's always a strength because you have to be strong enough to do it And it takes the powerful person to know that when they need help and that they need to step back and take care of themselves before they can care for another person. You know, they live with, and some people live with insecurities their whole life that they never address. You know, um, they just do. And that's everybody's choice. I mean, life's about choices, good, bad or ugly. You know, I just... I always say I'm not beautiful. I'm just pretty. I'm not beautiful. And that's not an insecurity. That's just how I feel about myself. And that's not a negative connotation. Right. You know, I mean... I accept the compliment of being called beautiful. Um, but... I... And I don't have to have big hair or big makeup to feel that way. Right. You know, I feel like... To me, women should, whether you wear makeup or not, let you wear your makeup and don't let your makeup wear you. And, you know, I don't have to wear a lot of makeup to feel pretty or beautiful. I am perfectly confident enough to walk out of this house without stitching makeup on. I did it yesterday. Probably gonna do it again today. And um, I'm even confident enough to go to work without makeup on and have. So, you know, my mom quit wearing makeup because she has to wear a mask every day at work.
0: Yep, yep.
1: You know, and...
0: Well, I like, I prefer my women without makeup anyway, or if they do, just, you know, a hint if they feel like it's necessary. Just minimal, minimal
1: makeup, yeah. And I can, believe it or not, um, I used to get compliments by this one lady I used to work with about your makeup is just so pretty and so perfect and i'm like i'm really hardly wearing anything and that's the point if you can make your makeup look like you're hardly wearing anything then you've done it then it's done its job now if you're on stage or a, a movie star or celebrity i get it
0: that's a little bit different that's you know.
1: part of your job that's very much uh, yes your, very much
0: so that they're supposed I mean to if i was on a red carpet it.
1: i would want to be all glammed up too but it's those types, those women that a lot of them can go out without makeup and be perfectly fine, whether the tabloids fashion or not for it. Um, so the only reason why, I mean, I was born blonde headed and then my hair went dark, and my dad said he didn't have any dark headed children. So I keep my hair blonde because I don't have enough gray to go gray. And I totally embrace my gray hair. I earned every one of them. And my stylist incorporates my gray in with my hair when I get it done. So eventually I will just be totally gray headed and I will just put blue rinse in it and be done. But until that happens, it's gonna get bleached every four to six months. (laughs) Yep, (laughs) (laughs) Because that's the way my dad is, and I totally understand it like, I just don't have any gray-headed, ch- or dark-headed children. I'm like, I'm your only child? But okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I don't have any.
1: <laughs> you know. Wait a minute. So.
0: But uh, I'm the one and only, yeah, but not, no dark-headed, <laughs> sorry. No so
1: dark-headed children. Um. So, yeah, I mean, like, my daughter um, is insecure about a lot of things, and that's just kind of because of her issues. Um, and she, but she was really self-conscious and insecure about having being large-breasted and only five foot tall. <laughs> so, um, so when she was riding, she wouldn't put her shoulders back and it was hard she wouldn't she'd set up straight but she wouldn't push her shoulder, open up her shoulders like you're supposed oh, to oh
0: to uh literally she'd sit up the straight yeah she'd sit straight, straight 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 the wouldn't, proper straight
1: right she wouldn't open her shoulders up to have correct posture and it took a man to tell her that it's okay you need to ride this way for her to get it is me, my, her instructor's female. I'm, you know, obviously female. You know, and tell her you guys sit up straight. Roll them shoulders back. And she wouldn't do it. And then Steve walked out in the arena because he's like, why is she riding like that? Because she won't open her chest up. Why not? Cause she has big boobs. I mean, and I'd be like, girlfriend, them boobs are going get to you, get you places. You might as well just stand up tall and there they are. know, and uh, like the meme i like to post every now and then that says i've got brains but boobs got me the rest of the (laughs) way and uh so it took steve going out to the arena and talking to her i never asked him or her what he said but it made a big difference because he's like wait a minute she can't ride like that he walked out there and told her it's made a big difference so I mean you don't know what which person or who in your life is gonna say something that'll change it.
0: Exactly. It Could yeah.
1: be your best friend or your perfect stranger. And so I mean it. I mean everybody has insecurities. Everybody does. And it's okay. Makes you who you are. Yes,
0: it, makes it does. You human. And it makes the other person like me going trying to question, why are you talking about some of this stuff? Yeah, i i dig it yet yeah, that you're open and honest and it's but sometimes it, it might be a little bit too much or uh in my too case much too, quick. too much too quick yes or in mine so, every so often i do the same thing i've caught myself and you know mm-hmm. but also with me and stephanie i actually were like i know I, we've discussed this stuff but what do you think of this 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 and this and blah blah it's like well it could be a b c or d but the mm-hmm. top priority is stop thinking
1: right just don't think about it and i'm sweat. like
0: yes you're right i know i've said it how many times and i'm not taking my own advice
1: exactly i mean and we're our own worst critic anyway
0: oh yeah and it just happened to be i'm like yep okay yes I just gotta stop thinking. I'm overthinking the whole situation. Just let it be how it is. I don't think you
1: really overthought that situation. I think you were just given too much too fast.
0: That might be what it is. Just
1: it was part of it. Having to process it all. Right, and I think that was her way of one, seeing if you could handle it. Two, maybe pushing you away. Three, she didn't know how to tell you what she wanted because she didn't want you to go away
0: good possibility it's very hard um
1: you know especially you know insecurities are big with people that have been in an abusive relationship yes
0: and and I, that's I on can any say... level
1: whether it's a uh, couple parent child parent or child family member or whatever any kind of abusive relationship whether it be like vicky quit her job before she came to work with us or whatever um because she was tired of her tired of her boss, downgrading her, demeaning her. He was basically a woman hater and she was sick of it. And she walked out.
0: And in uh, who in their right mind wouldn't have?
1: But... Right. But there, I mean, you know, and I don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to bash men at all. Women are just to ema- will emasculate a man. Yep, emasculate a man in a heartbeat and um, it happened to somebody I loved before I even met him and I felt really bad as a woman that somebody would do that to another person. I was mad because I just, I was just mad because as a woman I just don't feel like I could ever do that. Right make somebody
0: feel less than themselves and it, this is an insight to me here um hold on something about I was like uh we'll just start here I'm like I'm an excellent listener just saying so the reply was I'm not bringing you into this rabbit hole I'm like okay okay I was offering you an ear see cause I I'm a very good listener
3: mm-hmm.
0: Stephanie can attest to that Yes. And she's a very good listener too. As try. much as as much as you think we might be complaining about life, we're not. Okay, maybe we are a little bit, because we're that complaining time, about our own right complain. we're complaining about our dating lives mostly going, Oh my god, can't I just get a break once in a while? Right. And I think we both are slowly coming to terms with that is we're try in some cases we're probably trying a little bit too hard and just not going with the flow per se, maybe or something right. like that.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: and then so it was a thank you and a you're welcome then it was a dating sucks being alone sucks not having a clue sucks and that was my dog in the background um (laughs) apparently hey we feel the curtain back
1: people that's just because we're not perfect and don't try to be
0: apparently he agrees with that statement or something but what does he know um uh so we then went on to like i understand that uh and i'm like i un- since i understand that that's maybe why i you know can listen so well uh been through similar blah 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 and i'm like just tell me i have so i have some sort of clue no i'm not burdening anyone with my problems and that's true is there but um trying to get the truth for me to have a uh, a clue like i was saying is just you know helpful uh and i'm like i'm not saying to tell everything just only enough so i'm not in a maze you know laugh my ass off then it was a reply of my brain and it shows a maze and then of course i'm like okay okay i i, I get you honesty goes a long way and, you know then it was a yep so I mean there's breaking ground but it's also of what do you want so i know what you want so i can figure out what side of the fence i'm on with you in is it friendship is it more than that is it who knows and right now it's the who knows situation currently
1: and that's okay
0: and that is okay and uh, at least it gives some ground it helps my insecurities of what is she thinking, you know, in some ways, which means mm-hmm. she's thinking a lot of similar stuff I think, except, you know, and now I have an idea where she's at, I can sort of have an idea where I'm at. It still doesn't really help anything, but it, right, or overall, the overall aspect, it helps, but the short-term aspect, it kind of is like still a, a maze. A roadblock, okay. Which way do I go left or right, or you know, under, over? Do I try to push through? But it kind right. of helped, it helps my insecurities when I sort of know so I don't overthink and over process. Or,
1: well, it's just like me when I decided, well, I'm just not going to share as much. And if somebody says, well, you're just pushing, you're just pushing me away. No, I'm not. Because I can just as easily push you away by telling you everything and right. keeping, not keeping anything a mystery. Right. You know, because in the past, the past in my dating life, you're intri- I've been told I've been intriguing. Well, okay. I don't know why. I'm just kind of. I get the. You're intriguing and easy to talk to. <laughs> I get that a lot. You know, and it's like I told Sheldon the other night. We were talking about. Oh, so who knows? We talked about everything anyway. Um. like, yes, I know I'm beautiful, yes, I know I'm smart, easy to talk to him, all these things, but I still go to bed alone every night. Yes. And I don't know if that's because I'm all these things, and that person doesn't think they deserve me because of all these things, don't deserve me, don't want to handle me, because I can be a lot to handle, I'll be honest. I'd know. say it,
0: it, it runs the whole gamut because it depends on what the guy is and if the guy's not necessarily right. fully if it, up, you know, If he's not honest with himself about his own, their right. own insecurities, mm-hmm. then it's hard to then be honest with the person that they're attempting to date because, I mean, like we said, don't overshare, but you can't undershare either because sometimes undersharing... Right on the insecure person's side will then make them go well are they interested well, and in then, you know, another you date?
1: they're like oh well they're not interested that's why they don't want to tell me and well it's not that I'm not interested it's just what can you handle
0: that yep
1: and um like the relationship I was in for 18 months after my husband died we had actually been in each other's lives for 20 years and never met um like, within feet of each other on many occasions and never met. Um, I watched this person uh, team rope with my dad uh, when he was in the PBR for a number of years um, chew my friend's horses we were around each other at horse shows. we had never met for 20 years. And that's about as Six degrees of separation or closer you could get with somebody that you've never met, and that person had a lot of insecurities as well as I did, and it was just all trying to figure it out. And that person struggled with a lot of things and needed to get help, and that's okay. And I hope he gets what he gets what he needs, the help he needs, and finds his happiness, and I wish him, and I've always said this, I wish I wish all of them nothing but the best, you know, because I wasn't the best in their eyes, so I hope they find that, and it's hard when two people have such insecurities because I was in a bad marriage, you know, towards the end, and it ended tragically, unfortunately, and um, it was going to end tragically either way.
2: Right, yeah.
1: It just ended, ended dramatically tragic. And, uh, you know, you get insecurities because, I mean, I was, what, 41 years old? A instant single parent, instant widow, and picking up the pieces. And then when somebody like that comes into your life that you've been around each other and never knew for so long and you both have the same insecurities, it's hard to find that happy place or that medium in all of it. And I admit, I made lots of mistakes in that relationship, but hadn't had to date in 12 years.
2: Oh
0: yeah, and it, you know? my, it, that's actually one of my biggest things, is how do I date because that's an insecurity of mine. Because you were with somebody I've for 12 been, years too. I've been mostly all long-term relationships that sometimes they just sort of happened. Right. Uh, times in between they were somehow just a get together but it just sort of somehow happened
3: right and it's like
0: now i hit a point where i think i'm trying way too hard so those something that somehow happened type of thing is working uh, uh, isn't there and i'm trying to force situations hence that one um relationship i was in that ended up hurting just crazy because I was trying to force something instead of l- just letting it flow. Letting it go. And or letting um, it flow. Uh, yeah, letting it flow. And then, you know, it just jumping into the whole situation into the deep end way too quickly. You know, right. that's why pools have a shallow end and they gradually work to a deeper end and a relation uh, starting any kind of relationship let it be friendship or otherwise you need that you know a little bit of you
1: need to walk before you can run
0: yeah need to walk before you run take your time go from shallow to deep um and it also depends on granted it depends on where you enter the relationship compared to the pool. I mean, you might, instead of coming in at the stairs over at the three foot deep area, you might plunge in at the five foot deep area because you meet a whole bunch of people at school, in college, you know, and that's how you become a friend. It was, you know, it's not the deep end, but it's not, it wasn't the shallow end either because it was brand new for me. I was at school and uh, a majority of them were younger than me by a few, a few years because you know but listen, i was entered at like 24 no, oh, yeah, right whatever somewhere in there and most of them were just 18. Uh, they, i mean it's not a huge difference but i went to back to school late right and one of my well, you served
1: our country first
0: well yes but um my uh one of my uh best friends now that i hang out with he was um in my class for college for welding so i mean That was like say just jump into the five foot deep area and then see what happens you know and
1: some people just do better jumping in the deep end
0: well some people do
1: they don't like to wade in the shallows
0: and but that's that that's personality definitely you know how in and that goes back to how what kind of insecurities you might have or not or you know how honest are you willing to let people be with you, and how honest are you back to them? Or uh, do, 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 um, our other podcasts that we've covered, all the other things <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that I suddenly are slipping my mind. Go figure out mold. Yeah.
1: But usually, what tr- and i usually what triggers the topic, the serious topic we talk about, is usually something that's happened.
0: Oh, within in a week, week or two, we got something in our week, yeah. or at least within the past yeah. couple weeks that say, hey, well, that might it's actually... What
1: happens, it's what happened with Sheldon is what triggers this topic. I'm like, oh, well, we'll just do this topic, because that's kind of where we're at. Yeah. You know? Um, and your insecurities probably change over time. I know mine have, uh, you know, my... We were talking about my daughter showing in this horse show coming up. And um, she hasn't been in the show ring in uh, about eight or nine years. And, but it was a goal she wanted to get to right now. And so we've said it, she's going to work for it. And we're going to get there, regardless of how she does. We're getting right. there. We're going to get there. And, and we were talking to my dad about it yesterday. And he was talking about, show clothes and stuff like that, and that I've had, you know, a show jacket and shirts made for me And when I showed. And it was kind of cool, and you know, my dad's insecure about me being in the show ring. <laughs> he would, my mom would have to hold his hands, and he could watch, and, and I'm kind of the same way. I don't ever watch my daughter i watch her lessons i've gotten better about watching lessons but i'll never
0: watch her in the showroom oh that'd be like when i was in um when i started a uh, band in middle school all the way up into high school i was glad i was a drummer i didn't like being up in front of people but i was in the percussion section which is the tail end of the whole concert band
3: yeah way in the, back. in the back
0: always in the back um but the way it happened those would be when it came concert time I loved my family being there and stuff but oh my god would I be so nervous before the first note was ever played butterflies in my stomach then when we'd get up the conductor would um, get everybody ready for the first song whatever it be and the moment the first note was played whatever it was all of a sudden I was in my element and the nervousness yeah. is gone. Yep.
1: Yeah, as soon as I hit going down the, uh, coming out of the warm up and straight down the alley into the arena, I was still nervous, but I, it was okay. You know, I was, I was always very nervous going into the show ring. Um, my dad told me once you need to quit going to the bathroom because you don't have to pee. You're just nervous. Get on your horse. And, uh, the warm-up's kind of crazy anyway, but yeah, as soon as I was trotting down the, the alley to go into the arena, and I hit the arena, yep. I was okay. I was in my own. This was why it was always hard for my trainer to give me a, a instruction on the rail, because I couldn't hear. I don't hear very well. One, because uh, I'm in my L- I'm in my zone, so that I shut everything out around me. Yep. Like I wouldn't even look for my parents until I was in the lineup at the end of the class. I had to focus on where I needed to be, my horse needed to go and get out of traffic, move around, all the things I need. Everything had to come together right then. And uh, so yeah, I just got into the zone. And, Cause you know, we were a poor man and a rich man's sport. You know, my dad was my groom. I braided my own horse, I did, we did it. We got our horse I got my horse ready. I didn't pay somebody to do it like other people. I just we just did it all. Yep.
0: That's like a lot of the races I like to go to the local racetracks for car yeah, because racing. Those
1: homegrown kids and Dirt men or that just asphalt. Do it for exactly. Fun, you know, don't have very many sponsors, if any. And
0: uh And that's an insecurity so, for them. How am I gonna to get to the next race? Right. Or whatever I mean, I, or the next week, rather, for weekly racing at whatever track you decide to go to, but right, and like that's we, the um, Ooh. in your like in your case, um, just it's their hobby, and luckily their starter classes.
1: Yeah. And you know, for us, I mean, it was a shoestring budget. I mean, I've never owned a brand new saddle. Um, the bridle my horse rode in was made in England in the 70s. It wasn't brand new. And my daughter's saddle isn't brand new. Yep. Um, saddle pads are brand new, but saddle pads are easy to come by. Um, I don't, you know, I mean, I've spent money on riding pants and stuff, but not like I could, a lot like you could if you if you had an endless amount of money. Right, Sure. Yeah make do with what you've got. I'm going to probably put a little bit of money into this for things that don't need to be replaced very often. Like, my daughter needs new stirrup leathers, because hers are old. And she needs shorter ones, the ones she has are too long. Because they're on, like, the last (laughs) hole. They're as short as they will go, so she needs shorter ones. And that's something that I won't have to buy again.
0: At least, and if you maintain them... For a very long right. time.
1: Right, especially when you get them nylon lines. That way they don't stretch and break. Yep. Um, so, yeah, when I got my saddle, it was new to me. But I've never purchased a brand new saddle. And I've been riding since I was 11. So, just because they're extremely expensive unless you have money.
2: Uh, I get you. Yeah.
1: And I, that's in an anything, really. Yes, yeah,
2: very true. That's in anything. That's in an
1: anything. You know, Vicky's kid, Vicky's sons played baseball and she spent a ton of money on pitching lessons, a ton of money on batting lessons. You know, cleats, uh, that's what gloves.
3: Kids.
1: Yeah, gloves, bats, 200 and $300 bats, 200 and $300 gloves, cleats, pants.
0: Oh, I Entry imagine. fees to tournaments. Yep, that stuff. Uh, then, in some then for just playing hobbies like this or just sports like that, there's no payback unless, Not you're, a lot. Uh, unless you're at some sort of major type of level.
1: Mm-hmm. That's true. You know, uh, like we got this shadow box that has a slit in the top of it and we're going to decorate it and put on our horse show fun and just throw dollars and stuff in there. Help
0: pay for her horse show. Yep, like every time you uh, swear.
1: Kinda.
0: So, I mean. Which
1: I would never be able to
0: pay a bill if I had to pay every time I swear. Very true.
1: Very true. Sorry. Sorry, not sorry.
0: It'd be like, I gotta pay the electric bill. Oh, fuck me. I have to. God damn it. I just. (laughs)
1: Rice. Like the five words you can't say on TV by George Carlin right there. Yeah, and and then I'm
0: like. We got to break into the box. Mom, no. <laughs> but <laughs> we're going to have no electricity. We're going to have no food because, well, you, see how full it is? That's all from me.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Have this drug the full in two days. Well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Your mama's like a trucker. <laughs> yeah. And my mind just flows.
1: <laughs> yeah, like my friend Sheena is making me a cup, one of those. Uh, enameled cuffs that says, not today, Mother Trucker.
2: Yep. (laughs) Because it has to
1: be friendly for work. Or it would have the F word on it, but I'm trying to be PC there. You know. So, yep, not today, Mother Trucker. Just like, (laughs) today's not your day and tomorrow don't look good either.
0: Very true. Yeah.
1: So, but yeah, I mean, everybody's got insecurities. and It's okay to talk about it.
0: And sometimes talking about them is really good.
1: Really good? And you may, it may help you move past that insecurity. And on to another one. Yes. <laughs> but it just comes down to, we're not perfect. None of us are. And people have more problems than you think they do. They have more insecurities than you think they do. They have just put on a really good costume. Fake it till they make it. So, you know, you just have to, you know, it's just go at your own pace, follow your own compass and
0: just let any it happen. other,
1: any other silly doofus floats I could come up with. Right. <laughs> and I can come up with all kinds of stuff, really.
0: And you know something? I still haven't seen any emails come through about topics that we could talk about even though uh, we still have in the works eventually uh the possibility of a guy that i'm currently working at that's into the paranormal
3: mm-hmm.
0: i've keep forgetting i got one uh, i've developed one question so far what got you into the paranormal eh, you know mm-hmm. <laughs> other than that then i have a friend that i have uh, get in contact with Well, you
1: should do, like questions like how do you feel about the amityville house
0: yeah, that's stuff. Well, that's where oh, I, I'm reminding you of this stuff also. So you yes. can, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's going to slowly be in the works to figure out something there. And then my friend that's into conspiracy theories, I haven't seen him in a little while. He's been working mm-hmm. um, to have him uh, put something together to be, you know, to go, okay, this is what you want to talk about. Okay, so that way we can develop questions off of that stuff or whatever. Who knows? Or just go with the flow as normal. But, of course, that's still all this COVID stuff makes it a little difficult still. On uh, um, even my aspect, and I'm close to them, let alone us. Right. We're, you know, doing this over the phone every week.
1: Yeah. Because, again, just to remind everybody, me and Sheldon have never met.
0: Yes, that's a good reminder. Yes,
1: we video chatted on Facebook Messenger before, but we've never met. But he blew that opportunity.
0: I did. I got nervous. That was an insecurity.
1: <laughs> so, and that's where we're at. Eventually, we'll meet in person one of these days, but COVID kind of threw a wrench into that. COVID threw the a crazy wrench into that. Sheldon crazy was check, Shelby. Crazy chick,
0: yes. And then work <laughs> and more work. Work
1: and work and. Yeah work. And the fact that you technically live in New Hampshire.
0: Yes. <laughs> You're from
1: and live in New Hampshire. But And I am from and live in Oklahoma.
0: Yes, you are. Yes, you do. You're from. You live there. I'm from and I live here even though. But that's our show. That's uh, our show. Until next time, everybody. See you later. Have fun.
1: Love each other and love yourself. Bye. Bye i